In Mark chapter 16, when Sabbath was over, Mary Magdalene, Mary the mother of James, and Salome, uh, by the way, just stop real quick. Uh, some stories will tell you that Salome is the girl that danced for Herod and her mom, and names are common. It's hard to nail people down. Uh, just a lady named Salome brought spices, bought spices rather, so that they might go to anoint Jesus' body. Very early on the first day of the week, just after sunrise, they were on the way to the tomb and they asked each other, who will roll the stone away from the entrance of the tomb? That's a legitimate question. I want to talk about the bravery of these women for just a second, if I could. Remember that there were mobs in the street not that long ago. That there were Roman soldiers undoubtedly doing some patrol not that long ago. It was such a confusing, dark time that the apostles were locked in a room. They eventually sent Thomas out to get stuff, and that's when Jesus showed up. Uh, that's Thomas's luck. Uh, but they, they were locked away, and I, I cannot help but think this is a bit dangerous for these ladies to now be approaching the tomb, assuming there'd be the guard there, and asking the guard to roll the stone away so that they could do their work, uh, being in a very male-dominated society, who knows what could have happened to them. I'm, these, these women are my heroes. When they looked up, they saw the stone, which was very large, had been rolled away. As they entered the tomb, they saw a young man dressed in a white robe sitting on the right side, and they were alarmed. Don't be alarmed, he said. You're looking for Jesus the Nazarene who was crucified. He is risen. He is not here. See the place where they laid him. But go, tell his disciples and Peter, he's going ahead of you into Galilee. There you will see him just as he told you. Trembling and bewildered, the women went out and fled from the tomb. They said nothing to anyone because they were afraid. Now, that's where Mark ends in almost all of the early manuscripts that I know of. I'm not a, um, an expert in this by any stretch. I've read pro and con on the addition to Mark that showed up later. So before we get into that, I want to back up and look at some of the things in this story. The stone has been, uh, when it says, who will roll the stone away from the entrance of the tomb? Please remember that people who knew Mary, Mary, and, and Salome were still alive. Possibly one of them was still alive too. Whenever these things were read, uh, were written rather, and then read out loud or shared in a community, you would have witnesses to these things. You know, that was my mother or that was me. This is a, who will roll the stone away from the entrance to the tomb would have made a lot of people begin to immediately smile because they already know well, you don't need to be worried about that. That's already taken care of. These books, once again, are witnesses. When they were written will always be disputed. Uh, how much they borrowed from others will always be disputed. And I don't know that we'll ever settle all that or that we need to. But Antony Flew, and I brought this up before, who was the predominant or at least the most famous atheist uh, of the last, I'd say, 50 years, uh, Oxford uh, Don, um, amazing intellect. He debated uh, our own Thomas Warren on the existence of God at least twice. I've read those debates. I don't get half of what they're saying because they're using philosophical language, and 
Uh, that goes right past me. But still, I could, it was enough to know these guys are awfully sharp. But Antony Flew, one of the reasons he changed in his late life and said, there is a God. I don't know if he became a Christian, but he says there is a God. Is because of things like this that are left out that the people there knew and filled in on their own. Like the two men on the walk to Emmaus. Jesus comes alongside them. The Bible says he uh, showed them from the scriptures everything that was written about him. And we don't get a word of that sermon. I would love to have gotten... That had to be the best sermon ever, don't you think? Jesus preaches it, has encyclopedic knowledge of all this stuff, brings it all together in one... I would have loved to have had that. And I've, I've even talked to God about this, saying, you know, there are a few chapters in Chronicles I'm not using. You, you could have not done those. Uh, Zechariah, peach of a guy. But... Um, Maybe not, and God understands. He has a sense of humor. That's why I'm alive. But the point, do you understand the point? Early manuscripts don't exist saying this is all bunk. That does come later, but after witnesses are dead. Well, they go, it's been rolled away. They, they see a, white, a young man dressed in a white robe sitting on the right side. I, like, I love that detail. White robe on the right side. I have no idea what that means. Is it an angel? Of course it's an angel. And I've had, again, my atheist friends, and I used to be among them, so I know what they say because I said some of it. Remember we talked about the cock crowing and the denying and that thing? Well, they'll say, no, look at the different stories because when these people get there, there are two. And then there's one. And then, all right, first of all, different angels move around at different times. How hard is this to figure out? We, um, we tend to make this more complicated than it should be. I don't know what he was doing in there, except maybe protecting the space for the women to come. We don't know what the devil had in, in mind for this. Remember, the devil wanted the body of Moses. We, we don't know why. There is an apocryphal book that tells us a bit about that, but we don't know why from Scripture. Do not be alarmed, he said. That would be a necessary thing to say if I opened up a tomb and there's somebody in there sitting talking. But what is the most often given command to Jesus? Fear not. What is the most often given message from our news and from our commercials? You need to be afraid. Health, money, all this other. Today, it will be an endless news loop of who took a knee and who didn't? I don't, I'm not going to tell you whose side to pick here, because to me, my, I look at this and say there are storm victims all over the planet that need our help. We are 20 trillion in debt, and the news people want us to look at people kneeling or not, and the White House and what it says, and get excited and get angry on one side or the other. You don't have to play. You don't have to play. And by the way, I can prove to you that the news media doesn't really care either, because when Tim Tebow knelt, they all said, that's ridiculous, it's showboating, it's got to stop, no wonder nobody will hire him. They went on and on and on. Interesting, isn't it? Well, again, we don't have to make things even. We just have to be Christian, live well. Well, be not afraid is something I would need to hear from Jesus, and I still need to hear it from Jesus almost every day. Be not afraid. 